0: Hello, everybody. So good to have you with us. I'm so excited about this opportunity to share the word with you. We're talking about relationships, and I'm believing God that you will learn the difference between healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships. And if you're in an unhealthy relationship, we're believing that you're going to get delivered. Now, I know many of you are in healthy relationships, and I believe this teaching is going to help you to appreciate. The blessing that you have. Listen, it's going to be great today. We're going to have a great time in God's Word today. Well, you ready to get started? Hello, I'm Mike Moore. And welcome to this Thursday edition of the How to Win Podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus, and we win. In Christ Jesus, a few sessions ago, we began an overall series entitled Toxic Relationships 101, Toxic Relationships 101, the theme of this overall series is recognizing and dealing with toxic relationships Now notice we're not talking about Just difficult relationships We're talking about toxic relationships Destructive relationships Those that destroy your very personhood And everything about Those relationships that take you down Instead of taking you up We have a scriptural text That I've been quoting for some time now And it is Matthew chapter 7 Verse 6 In the New Living Translation It reads Don't don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pigs to the pearls. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. That's our background text. Each one of these lessons, is a, there's a subtopic to this overall series. And our subtopic in this third lesson is made in God's Image, Not yours. I love that. We're made in God's image, not somebody else's made in God's image, not yours. We're going to be talking about controlling people and controlling relationships. Tremendously important subject. Genesis chapter one, verse 26, God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness, and let them, man, have dominion over the fish, over the birds, over the cattle. And then he said, Every creeping thing. That's Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. When we look at this text in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and we look at the whole of scripture, we see several things. Number one, that God reveals himself as the God who respects and allows choice. God reveals himself as the God who respects and allows choice. God allows us to choose. Now, you notice in the text, It says that God gave man dominion, and he said, let them. Now, notice God doesn't force us to exercise dominion. He gave it to us, and we can choose to walk in it, not walk in it. In Revelation 3, 20, Jesus himself said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and Open the door. He said, I'll come in and sup. I'll have dinner with that person. Now, notice Jesus doesn't knock the door down. He doesn't force himself. He said, I'm just knocking. And he gives us the right to choose whether or not we will open the door. So in Scripture, God reveals himself as a God who respects and allows choice. But secondly, when we look at this dominion mandate, we notice that God did not give dominion to authorize men to control other men. No, he said, let them have dominion over the fish and the birds and the cattle and every creeping thing. Notice man was not given dominion over men, control over other men, but over the created world around him. So we can conclude then that a human controlling another human is a toxic act. When a human controls another human, that is not only an authorized act, it is a toxic act. And that's why slavery and dictatorship are evil concepts of leadership and motivation. Slavery and dictatorship. No, God did not create us to be a dictator in our relationships. He did not create slavery to be a part of our relationships. I said this in the uh, first uh, lesson. I said that Jesus himself, he spoke the truth. Then he respected people's choices. He just spoke the truth. And then he allowed people to say, yes, no, I receive it. I don't receive it. So we see from this text that controlling other people is a toxic act and against the will of God. And one of the main characteristics of a toxic person is a controlling personality or a controlling disposition. So there are two introductory questions we have to ask, ask and answer. Okay, what or who is a controlling person? What is a controlling relationship? Well, let's look at the answer to the first question. Who or what is a controlling person? A controlling person is someone who attempts to maintain authority, decision-making power and excessive influence over other people and or other environments. I'll say that again. What is a controlling person? A controlling person is someone who attempts to maintain authority, decision-making power, and excessive influence over other people and other environments. And notice the keyword excessive influence because we are called to influence others. But we're talking about in this lesson Excessive influence. So what is a controlling relationship? And I want you to be evaluating your relationship. Is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Is it a controlling relationship? So what is a controlling relationship? A controlling relationship is a relationship where one partner dominates the other in an unhealthy Self-serving manner. That's a good definition. I know some of you are taking notes and you may be making notes or are, are responding in the chat. I want you to make a middle note or write this somewhere. A controlling relationship is one where one partner dominates the other in an unhealthy, unserving, Manner. And I made this note, and it's, it's really critical because it's, it's true that many times people are in controlling relationships. They know something is wrong. They are frustrated. They're not happy in the relationship, but they wouldn't characterize it as a controlling relationship. So listen at this a controlling relationship is based on a power imbalance now that's 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 a powerful truth a controlling relationship is based on a power imbalance it may be an imbalance emotionally It may be a a balance in the physical arena, the financial arena. It may be an imbalance in the sexual area, an imbalance spiritually. It may be an imbalance in authority, but a controlling relationship is based on a power Imbalance. Now, I want you to think broad as we begin to teach this, and we'll move from the broad to a more specific area. But I want you to think broad because controlling relationships and controlling people are pervasive. You'll find controlling relationships in marriage and families. You'll find controlling relationships between singles and their friendships and their dating relationships. Controlling relationships exist at work, exist on teams, exist in business, exist in in schools. And guess what? I'm a spiritual leader. I'm a pastor, but controlling relationships exist in the church you'll find controlling people all over the place. In the next two or three lessons, you're going to know exactly what a controlling person looks like. You're going to know exactly what a controlling relationship looks like. So I'll give you an outline of where we're going to go the rest of the way in this lesson. We're going to be talking about channels, signs. We're going to be talking about kinds, and reasons. Channels, signs, kinds, reasons. Channels, signs, kinds, reasons. So let's talk about channels of control. Channels. There are four major channels of control. There are is the channel of intimidation, the channel of manipulation, the channel of criticism, and the channel of selfishness. Intimidation, manipulation, criticism, and selfishness. So let's talk about the channel of control through intimidation. The channel of control through intimidation is by anger. Anger. And anger manifests itself different ways. It manifests itself in body language. Body language, those gestures, those nonverbal uh, communication. The look of displeasure, the frown of anger, the look that says you're so stupid, the look that and the gesture that says, get out of my face. There's a look that says I am through. I am through without even saying any words. There's the gesture that says, I don't want to listen to you anymore. Just a flip of the hand, the stiffness of the body, the cold expression. So control through intimidation manifests itself through anger and anger manifests itself through body language, angry demonstrations. Slamming my fists on the table, slamming the door, throwing things, hitting the wall, angry demonstrations, control through intimidation, manifest through abuse, physical, verbal, emotional v- abuse, um, profanity. A lot of times we allow profanity to exist in our relationships and no believer, no Christian should should have any form of profanity in their relationships and in their communication is a part of the old life, the unsaved life. Uh, Certainly any form of abuse is toxic, any form, whether it's physical, whether it's verbal, whether it's emotional. I was talking to a member of my church who really love God, love the things of God. She listened to me teach on this toxic relationship. And she said that she was in a toxic relationship. And she said that her church told her, the church she was in at that time, told her to stay and pray, stay and pray, stay and pray. And this person that she was married to in this relationship pulled a gun out on her. And she said she ran and filed for divorce the very next day. Now, many churches, many Christians, many religious leaders said, well, no, God is against divorce. Stay and pray. Stay and pray. No, that's a toxic relationship. And if she had stayed in that relationship, she may have gone to heaven prematurely. We're talking about control through intimidation. It may involve threatening consequences. I'll divorce you. I'm going to hit you. You keep talking. Suicide. I'll take my life. Threatening consequences. I'm going to leave. I'm going to take the children. And sometimes intimidation manifests itself through passive aggressive behavior. Well, Give me an example of that. Withholding access. No, I'm not going to hit you physically. I'm not going to curse you. I'm just not going to let you have access to the money. I'm not going to let you have access to sex. I'm not going to let you have access to the children. So this first channel uh, is intimidation. By anger. Let's look at the second channel. The second channel of control is control through manipulation by deception. Now, this is this is deep right here. Control through manipulation by deception. And many times when people are being manipulated in a relationship, they don't know they're being manipulated until the relationship uh Situation or the relationship itself ends. But manipulators are really crafty. They are very skilled in the art of indirectness, subtlety, uh, shifting their position, denial, twisting, dishonesty, and lies. Manipulators, controlling through manipulators A manipulator will get a person to choose what they want to do without the person knowing what they're doing. They manipulate that situation. Manipulators deceive people in thinking they're responsible for any problem or any discomfort in the relationship. In fact, they'll tell you. manipulator say, well, you're the problem. You need to get some help. You need to get counseling. Manipulators will deny they said something or did something That you know they said You know they did it You see the text You see the note You see it And yet that manipulator Will deny something That they said something Or they did something And you know they said it And you know they did it Manipulators are masters At twisting the scenario They will twist the scenario They will twist even your experience of the scenario, how you felt about the scenario, they will shift their positions and then they will have you questioning your own reality. In fact, the manipulator will tell you that's all in your head and they are lying and being honest at the same time. They said that's all in your head. So there's the channel of intimidation by anger Then there's the channel of control through uh, control through manipulation by deception. And the third channel is control through criticism by negative judgments, control through criticism by negative judgments. Negative judgments are the norm. Now, people who control through criticism are what I call equal opportunity criticizers. They criticize everything. They criticize little things. They criticize big things. They criticize everybody. I call them equal opportunity criticizers. They will criticize things that you have little or no control over. They'll criticize your height. What can you do about that? They'll criticize your family. You didn't determine what family you were born in. They'll criticize your race, your ethnicity. They'll criticize your facial uh, appearance, your your loss of hair. What can I do about losing my hair? I didn't want to lose my hair. It just left. It decided to go. I wanted to stay. I told it to stay, but it decided to go. So what can I do about that? They criticize your personal choices, your interests. They criticize the movies you watch, the music you watch, the hobbies you have, the the choice of your clothes. They are equal opportunity criticizers. But the interesting thing, their criticism is always other-centered. They always criticize somebody else, and they don't accept criticism on their life very well. That's control through criticism by negative judgments, and then the final, the the fourth uh, channel of control is control through selfishness by self-absorbed behavior. Control through selfishness by self-absorbed behavior. Now this area is so important that I got a whole series that I'm going to share with you called selfish. Selfie relationships, but I just want to say these couple of things about those who try to control through selfishness They push their own agenda They need you to meet their needs and their demands They need you to follow their instruction, follow their schedule and focus on their interests are you in this kind of relationship? If it is it's toxic. you're in a relationship where the person you're in the relationship with always pushing their agenda the person need you to meet their needs and demands and they need you to follow their schedule and to focus on their interests. That is a person controlling through selfishness by, Way of self absorbed behavior. Now we're talking about channels, signs, cons. Channels, signs, cons, and reasons. Now let's talk about signs of, of a control based relationship signs of a control-based relationship. Now, I want to get a little specific because I don't know whether I'm going to finish this because I'm going to stay this a while. But let's let's get a little more specific now and let's talk about in marriage and in dating. I want to talk to you married people, talk to you that are singles. Let's be a little more specific now. Let's look at some signs of a control-based relationship. Signs of a control-based relationship. Number one, your partner doesn't like being excluded from your plans. Your partner doesn't like being excluded from your plans. In other words, they don't want you to have a life outside of them. No life outside of them. They don't respect your need for privacy, your need for space, your need for healthy separation. When you're out of their sight, they're calling you, they're texting you, they email you, they want to know who you're with, they want to know where you are. They simply don't want you to have a life that excludes outside of that exclude them from your plans. And and I'm going you know, I, I'll just be honest with you. Whether you're mayor or single, all of us need space. We're going to see later on that Jesus needed space. If you're mayor, you need space. If you're mayor, you need a private some private time. My wife and I've been married over, we're going on our 44th year. We've been married 43 years. And she needs space sometimes. She has a group of people that she spend time with. She has friends. Sometimes once a month she'll go off with her friends and they spend the whole day. And I do something else because she needs space. Everybody needs space. Everybody needs privacy. That's nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs that. But people in a control-based relationship, they don't even want you to have space. They don't want you to have no plans that exclude them. Here's another sign of a control-based relationship. You're shamed. You're ashamed for spending time with family and friends because usually isolation is a tactic of the controller. You're actually shamed. Because you spend time with your family, your friends. Man, I wanted my wife to spend time with her family. I wanted that. I want her to spend time with her friends. That's not her not loving me. There's nothing wrong with her having friends. I don't have to be there all the time when she's with her friends. Be present. She has to always be present with me all the time. But you're ashamed for spending time with families and friends. You're in a control-based relationship. Thirdly, there are frequent, jealous, but untrue accusations. Frequent, jealous, untrue accusations. You're always accused of flirting, you cheating. They tell you you don't respect them, you don't love them, you don't want to be with them, you love them or love her or him more than you love me. For no other reason that you got a friend or you have a a family that you want to spend time with. The fourth sign of a Control-based relationship I'm talking to those who are married And those who are are dating Is your partner Checks Check your texts Your phone calls Check your emails Your social media posts They check other personal belongings Your purse They go in your purse They go in your wallet Uh, They looking at who you like They checking your journal out they're crossing the boundaries of privacy. Listen, I don't have anything to hide, but I don't want my wife looking through my wallet and looking. When I go to her in her purse, it's because she sent me there. She said, the keys are in my purse. You look in my purse. I don't just go through, mama called it rambling in her purse, and, and, and I don't be checking her uh, emails and checking her posts and checking her cell phone. No. That's control when you're going through all that kind of stuff. And then finally, the fifth uh, sign of a control-based relationship is obsessive neediness. Obsessive neediness. In other words, one partner places a huge strain of time, emotional energy, and sometimes finances on the other person. I can't live without you. I'm not happy without you. I can't. No, no, that drains you. That is a no one want to be connected to someone that possessive. That is a control based relationship. And sometimes it can be a man. Sometimes it can be a woman. It's a control based relationship. We're talking about channels. We're talking about signs. Let's talk about kinds, and here again, and then reasons. Here again, we're not going to make it through this list, but we're going to get way down. Let's talk about some kinds of controllers, and I'll give you an overview, and we'll go just as far as we can go. There are five kinds of controllers. Now, we talked about intimidators, and we talked about manipulators, pushing them off the table. There are five other kinds of controllers. There's the construction engineer. He or she is a controller. There's the blamer. He or she is a controller. There's the powder. He or she is a controller. There's the mute, M-U-T-E. He or she is a controller. And then there's the paranoid. He or she is a controller. The construction engineer, you know, the construction engineer it may be you. <laughs> it may be you, it may be your husband, maybe may be your wife, maybe may be your friend. It, it may be uh, a pastor, it may be someone else. The construction engineer has a God-like complex. The construction engineer try to create you in his or her image. They try to, f- f- to mold you to fit in their interests. They pressure you in making changes in your appearance. They want you to change in your dress. They want you to change the people that you associated with. They want you to change your behavior. Guess what? The 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 construction engineer doesn't like anything about you, nothing about you. They're not gonna be happy till you change something, and and there's no way you can be yourself with a construction engineer because they don't like you, they don't like your personality, they don't like the way you dress, they don't like your behavior, they Do not like you. And some husbands like that. Some wives like that. Some friends like that. Some singles like that. The construction engineer. Guess what? My time is out. And I got to stop here because I wanted to respect the fact that you got to go to work and you got school tomorrow. But we're going to pick up right here. We were talking about channels, signs, Cons and reasons We didn't finish the cons We're going to pick back up here We didn't get into the reasons And then we're going to go over Into something else We're going to talk about Why I need to control you And why you let me control you We'll be talking about that In our next lesson Trust you got blessed I'll see you next time